Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. This is the Too Good for a Name podcast, or at least that's what we call it for right now. I am here with my man, Walker Moment, as always. We got some dope-ass guests today. First, my man, Peaches. Peaches, he's an absolute legend. He is winning in picks every time as a guest picker so far this time. We figured we had to bring him on. Had to bring on a real expert. Psych. <laughs> but they ain't want to give me the dog for the extra points. But just to list Peaches' resume, he's a loser of a fan, and every team he likes pretty much always loses. That's just the first thing. Second of all, dude is a JUCO bandit. And and a star, a star, a star bunter for the Eastern Eagles baseball team. All right, and our second guest, a man, a man, many, many of the fans will know, a dear friend of ours, amongst many of us here on the podcast, a college terrorist legend, a PO, and another JUCO bandit, and. And the biggest accolade we could list, Sunday League Pitcher of the Year, the defending pitcher of the year of the championship team, the Doyers. This is Enrique Martinez. What's up, Enrique? Yep, yep. Shit, not a whole lot, but a lot going on in the sports world. The weather is cold, but the stove is hot. The Dodgers are bidding on every single player in Major League Baseball. They're trying to go after every yeah, single free agent. And they're private and so far they've gotten almost none. But But all of a sudden, is there a better team across town? Could the LA Angels be a real threat in the American League this year? Since it's hot stove, and we got measly Giants and measly Mariners fans on the podcast, we'll have to talk rebuilding and how to put together a good ball club. And lastly, baseball is the evil empire back. The emperor's been dead for a couple years, but my God, the Yankees are looking good. But honestly, with baseball, if you look at this, we've been talking a lot of load management lately in sports. How about a guy that makes a quarter billion to pitch every fifth day? More than a quarter billion. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, seriously, more than that for Garrett Cole. So we'll get to all that. Plenty of NFL news, of course, as we've been talking even though the part about next game. NFC race is heating up. We found out even more about the NFC and the strength of the NFC and who's, I think, now the absolute favorite. And uh, we, I think we found out even more in the AFC. Uh, Patriots, no good. And maybe cheaters again. But anyways, let's get to baseball. The money counters have been whining for some of these players, and they haven't stopped for certain pitchers. But there's been some notable names signed moving to different teams. 
Moustakis to Cincy for four years, 64 million. Cole Hamels to the Braves. Strasburg is staying home. Peter Gregorius is going to join Joe Girardi in Philly. That's going to be so nasty. Up I do, too. And Zach Wheeler also headed to Philly. Philly continues to spend what they need to do. Obviously, they've got a lot of improving to do. And one that I don't know to be sad or glad about, Pretty Ricky has moved on, and he's gone to the Mets. The Mets also picked up Michael Walker. That's true. Michael Walker's a huge pickup. Yeah. But think of this. As we were saying, there's guys signing for a third of a billion dollars. Shoeless Joe made 6K in his final year with the White Sox. And he was a 356 career hitter. Yeah. Explains also why if a mob comes to your door and, and tells you to throw a World Series, even though he didn't. I mean, his stats were excellent during the World Series. But... Ruin baseball. Well, I think, yeah, you gotta have you gotta fear a bunch of Floyd Mayweather's running around because of the peanut. I think it's ridiculous that you're paying a pitcher that amount of money for nine years. Dude makes more than the best fucking player in the sport. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. You know he's making he's making a dollar and fourteen cents every second. Every second. He's made, he just made 20 yeah, bucks. Yeah, <laughs> one McDouble every second. Oh, damn. One Dude, McDouble. they got rid of the dollar menu. Yeah, yeah, it's on the two for three now. I'm quite upset about that. Yeah, Fuck you, McDonald's. Two for three now. Yeah. It's big... more important news, boys. Big news, Josh Gordon signing a two-year deal, deal with the Seattle Mariners. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you can smoke it up and play some Uh, In other huge news, as we were saying, the Angels got a hell of a lot better and a hell of a lot poorer as well. Uh, you had to know, obviously, with... You had to know, obviously... I guess we'll get to that when we get to free Angels. Okay. Uh, they have, so they're going to spend a lot of money just to bring in Joe Madden uh, and... Goddamn time you try to put together a good team for Trout, obviously. You're only going to have him for so long. You know, you can, one would assume, obviously, he's going to be, he's going to have a long, illustrious career. But you know what I'm saying? There's only so many shots a player will get. Uh, so, Anthony Rendon signs with the Angels, seven years, $245 million. That's a huge signing. It sucks to see him go, obviously. Um, but, Good for the Angels. Um, they've got three of the biggest stars on the planet now. Did y'all hear that uh, the Dodgers didn't even offer him because the Dodgers said that they didn't believe he wanted to play in L.A.? Yeah. And then he signed the Angels. I don't want to play I in want to play in that fucking ugly-ass stadium. What? what? The Dodgers stadium? Yeah. Yeah, that, that place is trash. Yeah. Hater. Yeah, but it's sold out every night. Yeah, that's Might be a true. bunch of play, I think. Hell yeah. Doesn't mean the weather's always good. 
You're not in as that. You're not in as tough a division. Um, but anyways, so the Angels, they, they've got some absolute superstars now. If Otani can keep himself healthy, which we all know about Japanese pitchers, if he can keep himself healthy, we'll be, they'll, they'll be just fine, I think. They obviously need to add pitching. Their pitching stuff is not going to be good enough even to keep up in the division necessarily. But, my God, they're they're not going to be done spending it, you know, one would assume. I think they're going to sign Matt, though. That's the next name I was bringing up as an option, yeah. To the Angels? I think the Angels are going to sign Ryu. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. I heard Mad Bums I on his way to the Dodgers. They're going to sign Mad Bums and Ryu, and they signed someone else. They're going to sign, a, they're gonna sign two pitchers, and my, I, I, that's my prediction. Okay. Yeah, they need to. You think the Yankees got room for one more arm? I don't think they need an arm. I think they trade Stanton. I, I don't disagree with that. He's been nothing but a hat garbage since he showed up. What was that? That they just re-signed Brett Gardner, so their outfield is pretty full right now. Judge, Judge, Stanton. Yeah. Gardner. Gardner. Um, yeah, I think Stanton's going. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good pick because I I haven't even seen on projection him in starting lineups or anything like that. It just seems like they they're moving on. For sure. Which uh, does that make Derek Jeter look good or bad? In hindsight, still got rid of Yelich. I definitely I definitely think that Jeter looks good still. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not big on any of their prospects. By the way, this motivation for this podcast is brought to you by the Champagne of Beer, Miller Beer. What are you drinking, Walker? I'm drinking. Hey, who wants to bet me 20 bucks Zobris goes to the Angels? Huh. I'll bet you a fucking truck payment. That Zobris doesn't go to the Angels? <laughs> no, I'm fucking do that. I'm not stupid. Oh, my God. What? I'm down. Let's NFL go. NFL games gambling today. I'll bet you $20. I'll take your $20. I'll take your original bet $20. Alright. $20. You have to go to the Angels. Twenty? That's not true. Twenty. Three dollars? Ben Zobris doesn't go to the end. Twenty bucks. Why wouldn't he go? He always plays for Joe Madden. Well, are you putting your money on it? I'm saying he doesn't. <laughs> the P. Huh. There it is, Walker. Twenty bucks. Speaking of bets, while while we're saying bets right now, uh, Enrique is going to owe me a hundred dollars on the NFC Why is that? West. He picked the Hawks. Huh? Oh yeah. Who that baby? Who that? NFC uh, West, stupid. Yeah, NFC West. Who that? No, 
Your guys' defense looked like it wouldn't be able to stop the Patriots last week. Yeah, Eli Apple got ate up. Where did he go to college? Yeah. Time he's on the field. Oh wow! Not even a starter. First of all, second of all, got fucking worked. No. Every time he's on the field. One I know you guys are new to the show, Three K and Peaches, but uh, this is the part of the show where Walker starts coming all over himself when he starts talking about Ohio State. Oh no! I've listened to him oh. in the past. <laughs> You better be. They're a better team. We'll get to college football later. Let's get back, jump back to baseball. We got one last thing. I say. Shut your fucking mouth. National champs next year. Oh, Jesus. Pam should just go work for CBS. Yeah, the amount I pay for my truck. Zero. Alright, on to baseball. Shut the fuck up, Walker. Shut your mouth. On to baseball. We are going to put ourselves in the GM chair right now. You are the GM for your baseball team, Walker. You are the GM for your baseball team. Huh? Walker, if you are the GM of the Giants, what are you doing to make Gabe Kapler's life easier this season? This season, nothing. <laughs> Firing him next year? Goddamn time. I mean, you had a, so, what, the oldest team in baseball three years ago? What? Yeah. You're fucking losing. 
You're a fucking loser, Walker. No, I'm not. All right, let's switch over to some different losers. Speaking of losers, let's talk about some different losers. Mariners fans on the podcast. Under under what circumstance do the Mariners have a shot at the division this year? No, I'm, t- I'm, I'm, I'm taking a I'm taking a leave of absence as a fan. I'm gonna return in about two years. Another team jumping out on the Bring Phil back. Um, Shout out to the Gringos. Is it the Poto and Service's final season this season? No, didn't they just sign Service and Luis Fontes? They don't mean shit. When he loses 100 games. I mean, that's true. Say that again? Is it Jerry DePoto and Scott Service, the GM and manager of Mariners, is it their final year? I think it's Scott Service's last year. DePoto, I think they let him finish this rebuild he's trying to do. I hear that. I mean, there is a lot of prospects. He's been rebuilding his whole fucking time. Yes and no. I mean, he did. Yeah. We got a few guys. Right. He went. Like he starts, like he. No. I'm not a fan. I didn't say I was a fan. I just don't think he's that. <laughs> and then, uh. He should be. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. If you're, if you're, do you hope as a Mariners fan there's any signings this year, or is it just kind of hope the young guys kind of come to fruition? I hope we let all the young guys play, and I hope we tank. You fucking tank. Top five picks. Yeah. Four sixers, fucking tank. Because um, I like the guy we got from the Mets, Jared Kelnick. I think he's solid. I think we got the sixth pick in the draft this year, so hopefully we get another solid player. But we need to tank for one more year yeah. before we go out and spend some money. Oh. What do y'all think about that fucking contract for Evan White? Good. Um, like, what was the contract? What was I it? think it was six years, $24 million. I thought, yeah, I thought it was like, yeah, six yeah, years, 26 years. Has he even played a game in the show? No. Oh, Jesus. Not even. I don't know if he's going to be the starter this year, though. Yeah. Is he going to spring camp out of the team? I, think, I hope so. Yeah, if you're paying him that much money, you better yeah. fucking. Oh, he, better, he better be fucking playing. He better be making a debut by June. He hasn't played above double A, has he? No. But the guy hasn't played above double A yet, Walker. Yeah, no, I, I don't even know. Uh, any other baseball comments from anybody?
Uh, just Might remember, be the Rockies' year. Just remember, um, who's on first, what's on second. And I don't know, is not at third. He's in on the grass because Tyler's at the plate and everybody's about to bunt. Leave it on the grass, man. Leave it on the grass. All right, let's get on to pro football. Only a couple weeks left of this crazy shit. At least in the regular season. No one knows who's going to win the NFC least. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm excited to watch the next, what is it, three weeks? Yeah. Yeah, the next three weeks are huge. I definitely think the Saints are winning out. We're still on track for a four-way tie, at least. <laughs> that is true. That is the coolest stat ever. There are certain circumstances that there yeah, could I'm be a four-way tie. I'm excited. I say they just. I say they just make their own playoff, and whoever wins gets the toilet bowl. Get the toilet bowl. Walker's so slow he can't even catch up to that dude. I don't think I can hear Walker. I don't think Walker is even around. Can you hear me? Hey, there he is. Welcome, welcome back to the show, Walker. Well, this is why we need to be on video. Yeah. You know why else we need to be on video? My new job requires me to shave the beard. But it said, no hair below the lip. So you boys rocking the nice myself right now. <laughs> I bet you look ugly as fuck. Yeah, they, uh, when I was delivering... Delivering to schools today, they uh, they were got getting on the phone quick and they called me walking in. <laughs> Good. I hope you I hope you get it. I hope they don't take it easy on you. I hope they forget about the Wonder Bread bag. Oh my God. Just a little. <sighs> Give it to you real nice, real proper. Shout out to your Mandingo. Walker wants to make this whole podcast a Mike Rappaport fan to act. Every week. Michael Rappaport is a fucking god. We should just put him on Mount Rushmore. <laughs> alright, alright. It was better when Walker was shut up. Shoot the fuck yourself. Uh, Josh Donaldson, is he worth paying for? Would anybody want him? Contenders, I don't think so. He's gonna be expensive. I think last year he was making like twenty million, something like that. Yeah. I don't think he's worth I it think right he now. Might be one of the, I think he's one of the the late signings, like in recent years. You know how we've seen guys sign late. I think he's one of the few that we see this year sign late. Um, yeah. to a contender. Um, just because I feel there's a need. Especially if the Astros uh, trade uh, Correa. That'd be crazy. Yeah, if they move Bregman to short or what? Yeah, for sure. That's where he played in college. Yeah. And, yeah. He, and he's played well when Correa's been out and they've moved him there, so why not give it, him, give it to him? 
I could see him going to the Brewers since they lost Mike and Stockett. Speaking of middle infielders, any chance we see Lindor head someplace else? I don't know. They'd have to a lot. You haven't heard this? Yeah, lots of trade rumors that, that they, they've been listening to offers on Francisco Lindor. Francisco Lindor. Has been li- the Indians have oh, been listening to offers. Yeah, you gotta give up your whole fucking system. You're at least giving up your one two of your top three prospects, I would think. Or you know, like you'd be giving up a ridiculous amount. I say Lindor goes to the Yanks. Fuck off for Stanton and something else. Could happen. No, they would not trade Lindor for Stanton. That would be the dumbest <laughs> fucking trade. <laughs> I say I say and something else. If he goes anywhere, I think the Dodgers have the prospect to get him. They could possibly trade like an outfield prospect, and then what's that long-haired pitcher that they got, the young kid? Uh, May. Yeah, May. They could probably give a couple guys for Lindor. Yeah, but I would think they would have to be giving up someone from the left side of the infield. Are you going to give up Turner and move Seager to third, or are you just going to give up Seager and Prospect? Boston Red Sox and the Chicago Cubs don't want to spend money. 
thank you for bringing that up because I heard it. I heard an interesting point about this exact question because think about in two years, is it the CBA or whatever is up, mm-hmm. and there's rumors that there's going to be no luxury tax anymore, or the luxury tax oh. is going to get cut by a huge amount. So like, why not spend the money like knowing that in like two years it's not going to really matter? Like, just suck it up for two years. You know what I'm saying? That could be why the Yankees are going all in right now. Yeah, so why wouldn't the fucking Red Sox do that? Like, you're a year out from winning the fuck. Like, you won a World Series two two seasons ago. Or a season ago. It's insane to me, man. And it's not because, I mean, Mickey is such a a crucial part of that offense. I mean... We we win. I I he's feel like we win. MVP. With without yeah, him last year, we win sixty he's games. Yeah, he's your guys' best player by far. Right, and without and without JD was JD's production wasn't as good last year, and and we just he's didn't have this production. Good. You know, I mean, but it wasn't it wasn't because it wasn't as good as the year before. It doesn't mean it wasn't good. It, it, it wasn't. wasn't they they were some him. of his they were some of his lowest numbers. When it comes when it comes to OP, his OPS and everything else, yes. Okay. I'm talking, you know, since his. Since he didn't his, even start out in Detroit. Huh? When he was at, I'm saying Detroit and Arizona, sure, whatever. I'm saying since his since his, his, his stardom. This is one of his lowest seasons when it comes to OPS wise and production. His first year in Boston was his best year. Huh? Hands down. His first year in Boston was his best year, hands down. Insane, oh, yeah. Sure. Um, he had a year before that, though, when he was with uh, the Diamondbacks with the, and the Tigers. But yeah, they I'm, did, I mean, they, yeah, I, I'm, as, not, I'm not denying that. As a Red Sox fan, like his, years, his lack of, or his. his is his production not being the same last year was a reason why we couldn't we didn't produce on offense and we didn't have those five run innings like we usually do and we couldn't jump on guys. Dude, and that, over course, 300 still. I'm not saying he had a bad year. I'm just saying he wasn't the same JD that we're expecting, especially when it comes to overall run production and stuff like that. Hold on, Walker. But if you get rid of Mookie, you get rid of Mookie. Fuck my dick, Walker. If you get rid of Mookie Betts and then you make JD rely on him. Hold on. When you're fucking sitting here rambling when I just put an end to your point, the picture was the complete reason the Red Sox were not a contender last year. Not run production, Walker? Yeah. Take your shit to the National League. I don't want to hear it. Take your shit to the bottom of the the cellar in the National League. I'm going with Walker on this. Where are you at on this? Sale price. Sale price, Andy. And uh, Nathan Evaldi all got hurt last year. I yeah, played thank a huge you. Part. They lost Craig Kindle. Kindle is a really good closer. Heart attack every time he steps on the mound. But he still got it done. So you still got, got it done. That's what's up. So pitching was the key for you guys last year. No, it for sure was, but overall run production was not nearly the same. Now, obviously, you can't necessarily compare it to the year before because our run production was insane. But when when Certain offensive guys aren't meeting certain numbers. That's I don't want to hear from you anymore. We're teaching. Shut your mouth, Walker. Take your shit to the National League. Go bunt six more times and bat your pitcher every time. <laughs> hey, 
Yeah, for high schoolers, not professionals. Oh, leave my change. Yeah, look where you're at now. Hiring a former Red Sox is amazing. By the way, shout out to hey, Dave Capper on the side. I'm not excited about that hire. I love it. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. I do not. But maybe just because I'm butthurt that we lost both. And since uh, since uh, we got some guests on the show, one of my favorite questions to ask people that are baseball fans, what player in the league wouldn't be able to beat Buster Posey's ass? David Ross would hit him with a kick right to the throat. Don't ever say that. David Ross, the no. fucking G. Kyle Seeger. You're not chugging a 36 ounce beer. 32. Jesus, fuck off. Do it, Beaches. Odd. Odd. One in two hundred. One in two hundred. One out of one, Peaches. Scotty P would be disappointed that it hasn't been done yet. Shout out to Scotty P. You just made this guy drink my last beer. Mr. Pimpin. I love it. Scotty P is a fucking legend. He's got two bowls. Scotty P. Hey, shout out Excalibur. <laughs> Big shout out Excalibur. Not the first shout out to Excalibur that we've had. Official sponsor of this of Too Good for a Name podcast. For damn sure. The best water cup you will ever get. Buy the souvenir cup. You won't regret it. Uh, so, but back to football. Niners knock off the Saints. Now, injuries aside, whatever. Niners looked pretty good, and that was a must-win game for them. I mean, they they have the the three, three of the biggest contenders for the Super Bowl, if not the three biggest contenders for the Super Bowl, in the next four weeks. So they had to get at least one win out of it. If not, I mean, obviously have. I mean, it's obviously crucial to go in and win in Seattle, week 17. But they had to win and had to respond after that Ravens loss. I think there was going to be a lot of questions on how good they were at all. You know, at least as a contender. Um, so, but now, who is the favorite in the NFC? You know, that's a big question. That brings uh, me. That brings me. I think that brings up the biggest question and what we say on this podcast all the time. It has to be the good team twice. So whoever wins, wins in week 17, can they win the NFC championship? Can they defend? If the Hawks win, beat the Niners at home, can they beat them again? I don't know. I think the Hawks... They'll be playing at home again, but... I mean, the Hawks but, but like the Niners have already been there. Like, the that's Hawks what I'm are curating, like, though. Twice. Like, the Niners have already experienced what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I would say I mean, that's just what we, I mean, we said we, we preach that all the time in this on that, like, the last three weeks we preached that. 
I'd say the Seahawks, the concern for me is they're deteriorating. Though. Brad Penny's now done for the year. Brad Penny, Jesus Christ. Wrong ass. That defense was awful. Rashad Penny is done for the year. Russ isn't putting up MVP yeah, numbers. Yeah, but he's not, the number, it's not like he's the number one. Russ's numbers have not only gone down, but they've gone down almost like they've, they've gotten worse since they added Josh Gordon. He's still going head over heels down the mountain. I think Josh. I, I don't think Josh Gordon is a problem. I'm, I'm not saying he has, but since the receiving core got even better, Russell Wilson's looked even worse. Maybe they've maybe yeah, coaching, they've maybe they've lost their tight end, they've lost the running back. Uh, Lockett was hurt. He was playing injured. So he's, he's had to rely like on really backup tight end and decaf metcalf. Let's move on to the NFL. Well, to start us off, I got a great tweet. Oh man, Tom Brady tweets out right after Lamar Jackson breaks Michael Vick's rush record. Me versus Lamar. 40-yard dash on natural grass, but he has to wear a rollerblade. Who's buying the pay-per-view? Oh, that's worth 20 bucks at least. If Tiger and Phil, two golfers that no one cared about for the last five years, are going to co- cost me 30 to watch them play around, I'll pay 20 to see Lamar Jackson on roller skates against Brady. I'm so happy you said that because I went to Little Caesars today to buy $5 pizza, and the guy, the cashier at Little Caesars, had a TB12 tattoo on his forearm. <laughs> it just reminded me of his greatness. Put your ass out by that fucking pay-per-view. That's a badass tattoo, man. Fuck well, yeah. I That's a crazy tattoo to see on 12-12. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, um, you guys can't actually use that. You got sure, I didn't even think of that. Good for you, people. Or this guy is fucking hammered. I know, this guy walking. <laughs> no, it's my fucking... I can't hear you guys right now. Uh, no, but uh, just remember, and reminder to all the Seahawks fans, you didn't invent the 12th man, you aren't the 12th man, and you get that shit out of here. That's right, we're the 12th fan. Ain't that true. But we're not talking about college football today. We're talking pro know, football. Niners knock out the Saints. 48-46. The Saints defense couldn't stop nobody that day. Who that? Okay. Saints oh, defense Niners looks like the defense of old. A classic defense to help out Drew Brees. Can I start this off, please? Because I'm the only Saints fan on the podcast right now. Is that okay? Can I do that? No. Can you just give me my time to talk? And then you can, and then you three can go at it. Can you hear the tears falling? I can. Walker, we can't barely hear you. There's so many tears hitting the ground right now. You just wipe yourself up real quick. Can you hear me now? <laughs> maybe. Is this better? No, you're good. I was just fucking yeah. talking shit. Uh, okay, so Saints were missing two starting backers, in which Kittle would have never have fucking broken that reception. The best tight end in the league. Uh, 
He had two catches. Hosting the NFC title. No, I don't think so. That's what, you, what did you just say? No, I said I think we lose the NFC in the NFC title game. We get to the title game and we lose. Oh, so well, that's a bold prediction. It's not like you haven't done that the last two years. <laughs> Will there be a pass interference call involved? Said, uh, Manti yeah. Teo's back, though, right? He didn't even, he signed and didn't even play. Just give him a week. He's, he's, holding, he's holding the defense in, and y'all are good now. Just like a girlfriend. Always responded, but was never there. <laughs> hey, his girlfriend died, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs knock off the Patriots in Foxborough. And Cam picked against his own team. Wow. Oh, man. That's a bird. We're on to Cincinnati. Shows how faithful Notre Dame fans are. So, look, uh, but what's funny is about the whole, we're on to Cincinnati and other news. The Patriots were on to Cincinnati. They hit a couple cameras. <laughs> on Cincinnati pretty good. Fucking <laughs> cheaters. Um, yeah, that's the thing. Is like if you're if you're putting, and we'll get to this in a second, but like if you're getting film, or if you're getting film of the worst team in the league, you definitely are getting film of the Ravens. And still lost. The Ravens and the Chiefs. Whoever, you know, you know, I'm, I just was giving you know the the example yeah. of the best team, but um, we're on to Cincinnati. Patriots continue to look awful. The offense is a complete joke. They are on to their fifth kicker now. Things just start deteriorating, and it seems, and and as we've talked about a bunch in this podcast, like everything you believe in Belichick to do hasn't been fixed remotely yet, you know. Uh, and we'll get to we'll get some more Patriots stuff. In other news, Drew Locke having a hell of a start to his career. Duck Hodges hell of a start to his career. Undefeated quarterback. And Gardner Minshew, also pretty damn good start to his career. My question are we first: call, Are we calling Gardner Minshew a career? <laughs> My question for the panel is: How far ahead of these? How far ahead do you rank these quarterbacks over Russell Wilson? Oh Jesus! <laughs> Fuck out of here! <laughs> well, Lamar's, Lamar's the MVP, so I take him, but I take Russ over Josh, easily. What? Just you being a dick to Russ. 
Look at Russ's first win. Look at Russ's first win he got in his career. What was it? The the one where he threw it to Golden Tate and Golden Tate caught the DB and they counted it as a touchdown. That's that's the first win when Duck Hodges goes in where the team is banged up as third string running back, third string O lineman, everything. And bam. Win, win. Duck Hodges. That wasn't even Russ's first win. Wasn't that week two, Rico? Am I wrong? Nah, I think it was like week four. Ah. Ah, that's right. <laughs> Man, we really need some good sound bites for this podcast. Yeah, we do. For damn sure. <laughs> We've been talking about that for a long time. Uh, But uh, a lot of rumors. Of course, I mean, the rumor mill starts in Cleveland this year. But a lot of rumors that... uh. Odell Beckham, you can't check him. Wants out of Cleveland. He's the next Antonio Brown. I don't I think. Like allegation wise or like it's too much drama, just like shut up and play, dude. Like they're not even putting up numbers this year. I know it's Baker, he's having a terrible year, but Right. He just doesn't look like the same player. I would blame more of that on the system. I think Freddie Kitchens is to blame for that. Because, shit, it's not like Eli Manning is a great quarterback, and it's not like they've had great coaching with the Giants, and that guy still was their entire offense. So who knows? Uh, let's get on to NFC. Freddie Kitchens is a joke. No, Freddie Kitchens has got to go. Uh, and and add him to the coaching graveyard. But as um as a bunch of as a lot of a bunch of coaches were saying, are you really an NFL coach unless you've been fired by the Cleveland Browns? Let's get over to the NFC and finish up with this wild race. And my question kind of is: after that win, the Niners just had. In New Orleans, and the, it, as dramatic as it was, and and how good and how built for the playoffs it seems the Niners are, does it all come down to Week 17 and the winner of the NFC West to be who's the favorite, right? Like, to make your true favorite for the NFC? Tyler, what do you well, think? I think it's... Right, go ahead. No, I was gonna say I think it's. Uh... Playoffs have to try to do Seattle. That's going to be tough. Coming up here, playing with all the 12s, playing against all the 12s. And then Russell Wilson also, I think he'll step it up in the playoffs. But the Niners look good. They got depth on the defensive side and running backs and receivers. And uh, Jimmy G has impressed me, actually. I didn't think he was that good. He looked real good. Right. He's he's had some excellent games. I mean, his, to be honest, his worst game was against the Hawks at home. Yeah. Um, and he hasn't looked like that since. My question is, and I think he's my biggest X factor. I mean, they can run the football. They've got some okay. They've got some good backs that are versatile and and are kind of a good one-two punch. They've got an excellent defense and they've got a crazy pass rush. Uh, just so Walker can come all over himself a little more. Nick Bosa's having a hell of a year and is a difference maker on literally whatever play you want to call. Very true. Uh, 
but at the same time, I'm just afraid how good is Jimmy G going to be in crunch time? Because he hasn't had a whole lot of it. And when he does, he hasn't looked great. Yeah, the Niners have played three close games, and they've lost two of them. They lost to the Seahawks and uh, the Ravens. And then I think they got lucky against the Saints. I'm sorry. But yeah. uh, the Saints messed up on their two-point conversion, and then that last play to Kittle with breaking tackles and the face masks. I think the Saints gave them that game. I tend to agree. I just thought at no point that was I impressed with the Saints' defense. Not that the Niners' defense was looking great. Obviously, they gave it, what, 46 points or whatever. So it's not like that's an excellent showing for them either. Um, though they did, they were also injured defensively. Um, so it's just, it's tough. I think to take the take from that. No, I, I don't know. I've, I'm way more impressed with the Niners than just the resiliency of that team. Um, and just how it's so tough to put them away. Especially if Jimmy G's playing well, you know. Um, but uh, so if, but if the Niners clinch, let's say they do win the division, Rike, you pay me your $100 you worked so hard for. Oh, that's perfect. So Cam can pay me my $100 that he owes me. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but if the Niners do win the division, what is stopping them in the playoffs? Like, if, if they really do go and beat the Saints late, beat the Seahawks late, like, you're going to go into their house now and expect to get different results? I don't know. We did it a couple weeks ago. I mean... I mean... I don't know. Um, I think the Niners will have a tough time getting through the NFC, but I think out of all the teams in the NFC, they're the best matchup for the Ravens in the AFC, who I think are the clear favorite. Oh, for damn sure, yeah. I don't want the Ravens against the Packers. No. Yeah, the Ravens against the Saints, they'll win all over them. Mm -hmm. Except for the Niners. They're the only team that can make it a game. That's true. That's a very good point. Um. Uh. I feel like, besides, of course, the all the teams in the NFC least, and who knows what team it could be. It could be all of them at this point. Just put them all in and see what happens. But um, of all the teams in the uh, of all the teams, but an NFC East team, I think it's to not even be able to count anybody out, you know, because if you give Rodgers, yeah, if, if you big, keep, I'm not too big on, on the Packers, not, but they, they've got a good enough defense, I really like their offense, they can run the football, they're finally keeping Rodgers upright, until they got banged up a little bit on the offensive line and faced the Niners, mm-hmm. and then... They also, the thing about the uh, Packers is you never can count Rodgers out. You know, if he's within a possession, you know, possession or two, he's winning that football game, you know. Yeah. That's a scary thing. I like the Vikings a lot. I think the Vikings are a really good team. Kirk Cousins, don't know exactly how to feel about him. He's had an excellent year. But Dalvin Cook is an excellent running back. 
offensive line is good, and the defense is good, though not as physical as they used to be, I've got to say. So, like, um, I, if the Vikings win in Week 16, do they win the NFC North? Mm-hmm. Do they win that tiebreaker with the Packers? Pretty sure they do. So that's a big game, too. That's the same, uh, pretty much the same as the Week 17 game. Right. we got a big game this weekend with, with Packers and Bears. Uh, that's going to mean a lot down the stretch. I yeah. think the Bears, I mean, obviously they played some weak competition. Cowboys. But, um... They uh the Bears are looking a lot better, and Trubisky is even playing like a semi okay quarterback. Yeah, he stepped up the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give him that. Well, I mean, he was a Pro Bowler last year. Keep that in mind, everybody. <laughs> That's a joke. <laughs> um, but um. Is home field advantage going to be the biggest X factor in the NFC, Walker? Depends on who we're talking about. I don't know if Walker's still here. Walker might have passed out or he's too drunk. Well, there goes Walker. Um. Anybody have an opinion on that? I say, obviously, it's it's got to, you know. If you if somehow the Seahawks were able to get it, no one wants to even as even as with my doubts on the Seahawks as a team, especially with the injuries they've had all year and the inconsistency from some of their superstars. I don't know. It's it's tough to ever. It's, but no one wants to go into CenturyLink, especially for a playoff game. Me and Tyler know that best. I mean, we just saw uh, fucking. Championship there. World champion. Seattle Sounders. Nah, you don't want to go to the Superdome either. I mean, it's it's just as loud, if not louder, just because it's inside. I'd say it means less. Because I got two out of their three losses at home. I mean, it's different from playoffs, but. To no slouch of any team, you know. The two teams are worse, as of last week, the favorites to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Still at home though. Right. And we're talking about the playoffs. One to a backup quarterback. Yeah, no, I think home field advantage is a, a factor, but I think it really comes down to which team is the healthiest at that point in time, you know? Yeah. Uh, because for the Seahawks, Clowney's looking hurt, Lockett hasn't been the same. For the Niners, I'm not sure if they have any injuries, but they look the best right now. Saints just lost uh, Davenport. So, just comes down to who's healthy. That's true. Health is going to make a big concern for anybody. Um, I mean, and, and we the saw, especially, I mean, keep in mind, this is the thing I keep reminding Seahawks fans, is, like, you guys beat the Niners, but they had a kicker that they signed off of the fucking street corner that night. And they also had, I mean, he made a couple field goals. I mean, credit to him. Also missed a huge one. Yeah. And George like Kittle was out that guys. night. So that just makes a huge difference when Bobby Wagner or and KJ don't have to chase somebody. Because I've never been a fan, especially with KJ, I've never been a huge fan of, of his pass coverage. Same here. Um, not that he yeah, isn't an excellent back. Him on a tight end is a mismatch. Yeah. Um, 
Um, but anyways, let's last. Yeah, uh, last thing. Anything on the Patriots and they're cheating, or are they just a bunch of cheaters to you? question anything on the Patriots cheating or were they really just filming a documentary well, I didn't hear that you didn't know that that's their that's their uh, alibi the documentary yes the reason that they were there god this is a Seahawks fan if I've ever heard it he doesn't even know the facts he just they're cheaters and we hate them <laughs> No, the, the whole reason they said that, and I'm sure you've seen it. I mean, it's all over the place. It's, uh, they have a documentary every season. It's called Do Your Job. Oh, yeah. But somehow one of their, like, main guys, like a, he was, I think a stats guy originally is why they hired him. He was down filming it. Hmm. Um, and they had permission from, from the team, the Bengals, the Bengals are the one that confiscated the tapes and then sent them to the NFL. Uh, it seems like it's just another Spygate case to me. I don't know. And I sure to God hope it's not because this team is not good enough to be worrying about that kind of shit. At the same time, I love, and, and I've talked about this a million times in the podcast, I love the uh I, I love Belichick's cheating or his taking advantage of the rules. It's I think it's it's I think it's excellent for football. I think it's excellent for it, it's it's knowing it's knowing the rules and being able to just push them as far as they can. And that just takes a genius, that just takes that level of skill. It takes it's gamesmanship, you know. It's the same as anything yeah, I know, else. I gotta, I gotta do that. Huh? I gotta get him that. Right. So that's what makes him the best coach of all time, I think. Right. And I don't think and to me filming somebody's defensive signal and allowing your quarterback to deflate footballs to his liking and his preference, I don't see as bad as you know, I mean, that's not, I don't see that as steroids. Shit, if you want to talk about that, let's talk I about, mean, Le- let's talk about, let's talk about Legion of Boom and the amount of Adderall that was taken. You know, like, it, you know, it, it's, it's all a different, it's all a matter of perspective. I don't think, and it's all just trying to find an edge. Now, maybe cheating a little bit, but yeah, they do all kinds of things to find an edge. There's the stories of them leaving fake play sheets, you know, the sh- a, a sheet of, like, the first ten plays they were going to run. Leaving that, uh, you know, accidentally on the sideline of other teams. Is that wrong? No. Is it, you know, because they're going to figure out soon enough that, wow, that's not the plays they're running. <laughs> so... I don't know. It's 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 a part of the game. You're never going to get rid of it. Now, obviously, you have to regulate it as a league. Yeah, I'm not saying you should. Um, I don't know. I feel like this should become a big deal, though. Could be the downfall of the Pats, as we know it. I don't know. The downfall of the Pats could already be started. Is what I'm really afraid of. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. This could just be the straw that broke the camel's back. 
and just see one more thing that would just give Brady another reason to join the Chargers. Conclude. I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick that Walker, which sucks for him because he's losing. This isn't Tyler's first time at picks, but I know it's yours, Rike. So this is how it goes. We're going to have the game, and I'll tell you the spread. If you think that team, said team will cover the spread, you can take, you can take the points. Okay. If you get, if you predict a winning team, you get a point. If you predict a winning team and points, you get two points. But if you predict them to cover the spread and they do not cover, you get no points. Okay. So we'll start it off. Pat at the Bengals. We're on to Cincinnati. Patriots, 10-point favorites. I got the passing points. I got the passing points. Uh, Solid pick. I'll pick passing points. That's the easiest one all week. This one's a little tougher one just because of the spread, maybe. Who knows? Hawks at the Panthers. Hawks, six-and-a-half-point favorite. I got the Hawks and the points. I think this game's a blowout. I think the Hawks got something to prove after that game last week. I could see that. I do agree. Yeah, I'll go Hawks and points. But on the road, it's tough. Even though the CX have looked better on the road sometimes than they are. I see y'all. I guess Seattle knows points. Seattle knows points. Yeah. Good thing I didn't search it. Can you even hurry over? I'll go Seahawks. I think they're going to win the football game. I don't know if they're going to win by a touchdown or not. Um, teams can run the football on them. Good teams will run the – or running football teams will run the football on them. Um, Bucks. At Lions, Bucks three and a half point favorite. I'm going. Uh, I'm going the Lions here. Mm. I'll follow that up with the Lions. Take a Lions team. I just want to let you guys know, y'all are fucking retarded. That's not right. Tampa Bay's a hell of a team. Hey, what's your record against me and picks? Jameis is a hell of a team. You're up by two points. Shut up. <laughs> Tampa Bay's a hell of a team. I've always been a big Jameis guy. And Detroit just stinks. They're so bad this year. Uh, big game. Maybe the oldest rivalry in football. Chicago Bears at Packers. Packers four-point favorite. That's probably the safest pick. Uh, I think you're right. God. I'm going to pass this point. Ooh. But, um, yeah, I think I'm just going to have to go with Enrique's pick here. The Bears make things tough because they're playing better football. Uh, damn, at four points, if I was making a real Vegas pick, I might take Chicago as a plus four. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, Houston at the Titans. Titans three point or Titans are three point favorites. The Titans are. Yes, sir. Uh, no, it's in Tennessee. Yeah, at the at the Titans. Um, I got the Texans winning that one. Yeah, that's that's probably a good pick, but not so fast, my friend. I'm gonna go with Houston. Oh, psych. That's not the opposite. I'm going to go with Tennessee. They've been playing good football. Mike Vrabel's a hell of a coach. Um, You're taking Ryan Tannehill over Deshaun Watson? Yeah, because look what Deshaun Watson did last week. He lost to a quarterback that played two games. I'll take, I'll take the Texans. Uh, next game. The man himself. Broncos at Chiefs. KC nine and a half point favorite. I'm taking the Chiefs and points because I need Patrick Mahomes to have a good week for my fantasy team in the playoffs. <laughs> I feel that. KC's been playing all right. Denver's been turning things up. I think KC's gonna. Overmatch them though. I don't know. I still don't know how good Denver is though. Drew Locke undefeated quarterback. Can only do so much against undefeated. I'll go KC as well. No points? No points. Actually, I'll go points. Miami. Yo, we're echoing pretty bad, Rick. Yeah. Right. All right. What about now? Yep, you're good. All right. All right. It's all good. Um. All right. Dolphins at Giants. I got. Oh, Giants three and a half point favorites. This is a tough one. But don't ever sleep on Fitz Magic. Going in and getting the dub. Eli's starting again this week. Um, I got Giants, no points. Safe pick. Give me a second, real quick. Oh my god. I, I gotta research this one. Research the Dolphins Giants? <laughs> this one's important. <laughs> Fuck it, I'll go Miami. Wow. After Tyler crunched the numbers. <laughs> going with the Finns. <laughs> uh, Eagles at Redskins. Eagles, five-point favorite. I've got... God. Fuck the Eagles, man. I just hate the Eagles, man. I got the skins. 
I think uh, the Eagles are no good. I got the Eagles no points. I mean, you're the only one that's seen the Eagles live this year. Uh, yeah, they were terrible. The, the Redskins are also terrible. Yeah. Atrocious. I lost respect for Carson Wentz the way he played against the Seahawks. Yeah, it was a combination of him and I don't have anyone to throw to besides Zach Ertz. Yeah, but even then, he was missing open targets. Yeah. Uh, I think we're missing the left and right tackle right now. True. I'll take a Philly in points. Uh, next one. Jags at Raiders. Raiders, six and a half points. Mm. I got the Jags on it this one. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'll take the Jags. Ooh, everyone picked the upset. Um, I just did. I didn't even write down Jacksonville. I just drew a mustache. Uh, Browns at Cardinals. Cleveland two and a half point favorites. I'm going Cardinals with the upset. Ooh, I love it, 3K. I love it. This, I don't know if that's really an upset. Yeah. I can't steal that from him. Let's go Cleveland. And points. I'm about to go Cleveland. And points. Ooh. Rams at Cowboys. Two of the most disappointing teams in football this season. L.A. Rams, one-and-a-half-point favorites. Oh, we skipped one. I'm sorry. We could do that. We're already here. Rams, one-and-a-half-point favorites. I think you're a pussy if you take points. I think it's a one-point game right here. Uh, I'm going Rams and points. Yeah, yeah, that's a good pick. I'm going Dallas. Rams. You're going Dallas? Yeah. He's crazy. Jerry Jones wouldn't make that pick. <laughs> uh, Vikings at Chargers. Minnesota, surprisingly to me, only one and a half points. Vikings and points, easy. Yeah, Vikings and points. I, I think they went by fourteen. That's what I'm saying. I was I said it was a pussy pick to say a one and a half point favorite to take points, but uh, on that game I'd take I'd take a six and a half eight and a half point favorite. Yeah. Uh, Falcons at Niners, San Francisco eleven point favorite. That's a big spread for the NFL. Yeah. 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 I'm going Niners no points. Yep. Same. Yeah. Niners no points. Uh, here's a fun one. Buffalo Bills at Steelers. Steelers one and a half. Ooh. Why do the Bills get no respect? No respect. I know. One of the best fan bases They're in all of pro football. football. I'm going with the Bills. 
I know, but there are two. You know who I got? Bills Mafia, baby. Last one, Monday night game. Instead of just beeping, I don't know why I wrote it down. Colts at Saints. Nine point favorites for the Colts. For the Saints. Or for the Saints, Jesus. I'll go uh, Saints and points. I'll go Saints, no points. Bold pick. Bold pick. Alright. That is it for picks, ladies and gentlemen. I'd like to thank my man Peaches. I thank my man Enrique for showing up today. It was an awesome podcast. We'll get it out to everybody. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Hell yeah, we'll get it out to the, all of our biggest fans as soon as possible. Not the first time, not going to be the last time we have y'all on. Thanks for showing up. We'll talk some other shit. And uh, I can let you guys know how wrong you are uh, next time I see you guys. So, uh, good talking to y'all. We will got we will supposed to be doing two podcasts this week, but uh, who knows. Thank you guys for coming in. Be late.